Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, Superman, in his guise of Clark Kent, probes for a reason behind the sudden vicious attack on Mayor Perry White as the mysterious Ghost Brigade strikes again. Jumping, Cassius, what's that? Oh, oh, my arm, my arm. You're out, what's that? It's a narrow arm. Narrow? Yeah. A narrow in your arm. Holy smoke. Hurts. Bill, you see what I see? Look, Indian. Tomorrow, gang, is a day etched with blood on the calendars of the world. A day we shall never forget. For on May 8th of 1945, the war in Europe ended. It was V.E. Day, victory in Europe. Now, to most of us, that meant that our brothers and fathers would soon be home from the war. But some of our brothers and fathers came home with Purple Heart medals because they had been wounded. And some did not return at all. This was the price of victory. The price paid by the brothers and fathers of youngsters who are white and colored. Protestant, Catholic, and Jewish. Our soldiers fought so that there would be victory in Europe. And freedom at home for you and me and all Americans of all races and religions. You know, gang, there's really nothing glamorous about war. That's why parading and saluting is not the best way to celebrate V.E. Day. The best way is to try and do something to make peace stay with us forever. Well, how can you do that? Well, when you turn thumbs down on bullies, when then you're sticking up for freedom from fear. When you choose a friend because he's a regular guy and never mind his religion, then you're really on the side of freedom of religion. When you defend every fellow's right to speak his mind, whether or not you agree with him, then you're fighting for freedom of speech. And when you give a quarter or a dime to the United Nations Appeal to feed the starving children of Europe, then you're helping to bring about freedom from want for all. By doing those things, you fight for the four freedoms too, just as your soldier dads and your soldier brothers did. <laughs> And now, the adventures of Superman. It is late evening in Metropolis, and the downtown business district of the city is quiet and dark, except for one building, the towering skyscraper housing the offices of the Daily Planet. The entire structure is alive with the low, powerful throb of giant presses, turning out thousands upon thousands of copies of the early morning edition. But upstairs, in the office of Perry White, just off the large city room, things are far from routine. The gray-haired editor's face is set in angry lines, and his eyes are bright with anger as Clark Kent reads an editorial printed on the front page of the latest edition of the opposition paper, The Daily Blade. Therefore, in the light of the tragic events of the day, we can come to only one conclusion. The present city administration, headed by Perry White, is corrupt and hopelessly incompetent. Corrupt? 
They accused me of corruption. Oh, pretty strong words. Accused me of corrupt government? Why, I'll, 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 easy, I'll, I'll easy. show that yellow rag now, out. Look, I'll Chief, show them. Hello. Chief. Hello, this is Perry White. Chief, wait Let me take this down in the press room. Chief, what are you going to do? Blast right back at them, that's what. If they want to fight, I'm just the one to give it to no, them. No, Chief, now don't do anything rash. Hello, Diggers. Chief, Stop will you listen? And reset the front page. Chief, give me two columns for a special editorial. Chief, please, will you listen you to me? You got that, Two columns. Okay, I'll rush you down to you as fast as I can. Now, where's the time? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You can't do this. Who says I can't? I don't mean you can't. I'm asking you not to. You'll be making a big mistake. Oh, I see. What you want me to do is to let them get away with these filthy lies. Not at all. But this is no time to fight back. You're in no position to prove that they're wrong. Can they prove they're right? I don't know. That's what worries me. What? Do you mean to say that you believe them? No, no, Chief. No, of course I don't believe them. But, well, look at it this way. The Blade has always been sniping at you every chance they got. Hmm. But there's never been a broadside like this. They must be leveling for something big. So what would you suggest I do about it, mastermind? Issue a statement from your office at City Hall tomorrow. A statement to all papers, so it won't sound like a personal feud between the planet and the blade. Maybe by that time you'll have something to report. Well, I don't know. Well, go on, go on, Chief. Call Jacobs. Cancel that last order. Well, why I let you talk me into these things, I'll never know. You'll thank me for it before we're through. Hello. Get me Jacobs again. Hurry it up. Why did I ever run for mayor? Why, I ask you. Because you're an honest man who wanted an honest administration. Hello, Jacobs. Perry White again. Never mind that change. Roll it off as she stands. Right. Sorry I caused you so much trouble. Okay. All right, campaign manager. Now what? We'll work out an official statement later. Right now, I want to show you a couple of things I found. Now, now, who in blazes would that be? Come in. Good evening, Your Honor. Huh? Do you remember me, I trust? My name is Hammer, Albert Hammer. From oh, the... yes, 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 the 4th uh, District. You're the new councilman, aren't you? Yes. Sorry I didn't recognize you at first. Oh, uh, have a seat. Thank you. Uh, this is Clark Kent, one of my reporters. How do you do, sir? Oh, Mr. Kent, of course. I've seen your byline in the paper many times. Glad to meet you. Well, Hammer, what can I do for you? You're probably wondering at the lateness of my visit. Your Honor, I assure you I've come on an exceedingly important errand. Exceedingly important. Yes, what is it? I want to know what's going on in the city of Metropolis. Well, what do you mean? I mean the breakdown in the subway this morning, the robbery of the Metropolis National Bank, the disastrous fire at the waterfront. Oh, well, they, they were accidents. They just, just happened, that's all. Things like that don't just happen, Your Honor. The lives of thousands of people in this city were affected today, and many more thousands are put in positions of grave danger. A situation like that cannot be tolerated. Excuse me for interfering, Mr. Hammer, but outside of the, well, the temporary inconvenience, nothing serious happened. Temporary inconvenience? My dear Mr. Kent, the explosion of those nitrate ships would hardly have been called a temporary inconvenience. Well, hang it all, man. They didn't explode. By a freak of chance. But what of the money that was lost to the bank robbery? And what of the subway? Now, now, look here, Mr. Hammer. What do you want me to say? I want the truth. It's my right as a councilman to be informed of all civic matters. You are being informed, Blastus. I'm telling you as much as I can. Chief, as much as you can, eh? That means you're holding something back. Why don't you tell the whole story? You wouldn't believe Chief, it. Chief, please. You wouldn't believe that Captain Kidd the pirate caused the breakdown on the subway. You wouldn't believe that Jesse James robbed the Metropolis Bank or that Nero started the waterfront fire. Oh. Are you out of your mind, Mr. White? Nah, I told you you wouldn't believe it. I most certainly do not. And I can draw only two conclusions. You're either mentally sick... What? ...too sick to continue your office... What? Or you're hiding something and covering it up with idiotic fairy tales. No, just a minute, you... Thank you very much for the interview, Your Honor. I've enjoyed it immensely. It's been extremely... Now, come back here. Don't worry. I shall. You'll hear more from me later. 
Now, what does that fool think he's going to do? Plenty. Why did you have to open your mouth? No, I couldn't help it. Couldn't it help just it. came out, that's all. Oh, oh blasted. Does the whole world know I'm here? I wonder if it's... Oh! Oh, Henderson? Well, it's about time. Anything new? Did you get a line on... What? Oh, no, not again. What is it, Chief? General Hospital? Oh, all right, I'll... I'll be over in ten minutes. From now on, I'm going to handle this personally. What now? Those... Those ghosts again. What? This time, they attacked a trunk. Come on. We're going over to talk to the driver. Now, now, just calm down, son, and tell us everything that happened. Yes, sir. Uh, as I understand it, you and your helper were driving in from Galesburg with a load of machinery. Yeah, that, that's right. Uh-huh. You saw someone on the road waving a flashlight, and you thought it was a motorist in trouble, so you decided to help him. That's right. And when you stopped, he was gone. And then what? We, we saw we saw Indians. What? Real, honest-to-goodness Indians. Good. This is incredible. Go on, please. They shot at arrows at us. Bill got one in his arm, and all the time they were hooping and hollering. Coming closer and closer. It was awful. Then what happened? They dragged me out of the cab, and that's the last I knew until I woke up lying on the road with Bill next to me. The truck was gone. Do you remember anything else? Did you hear any of the, uh, the Indians say anything? Well, I was yelling and screaming so loud, I couldn't make out much with the... Wait a minute, I... I do remember something now. What was it? Something I used to yell myself when I was in the paratroops. Well? It was... It was Geronimo. Geronimo. The name registers quickly with Kent and Mayor White. Geronimo, the infamous Indian chief, who more than a century ago waged a brutal and bloody war against the settlers of America. Another ghost risen from the dead. What is behind these strange and mysterious attacks? We'll know more in just a moment, gang. So keep listening. Gang, ever hear the phrase, skin deep? Why, sure you have. Many's the time you sized up a fellow by saying, Oh, he's not as tough as he makes out. That big talk, it's only skin deep. Well, skin deep is just another way of saying it's not important. Or it's only on the surface. Doesn't show what's going on down deep. For instance, when a so-called friend of yours doesn't come through in a pinch, or turns out to be a fair-weather friend, well, it's pretty safe to say his loyalty is just skin deep. Only things that are unimportant are described that way. That's why it's so right to say that a person's color is only skin deep. It doesn't tell you a thing about what goes on beneath the surface, underneath the yellow or black or white skin. For I'm sure you all know that a person's color has nothing to do with his character or courage or friendliness. So when you know a person's color, in other words, when you know whether he has more carotene or melanin in his skin, what you know only goes skin deep. Nowadays, while you're having spring training, it's easy enough to skin your knee. Sliding into base can do it fast enough. Well, a brown boy who slides into first base, and a yellow boy who slides into first, and a white boy who slides, they all have the same red skin spot on their knees when they skin. They all hurt just exactly the same, too. So remember that skin color, as well as beauty, is only skin deep, and that whoever judges people on the basis of outward appearances is not only unjust, but also very often sadly mistaken. <laughs> And now, back to the adventures of Superman. It is late the following morning, and in the state penitentiary far from Metropolis, two men are talking in the visitor's room, holding a conversation across a table separated by a low glass panel. One man is big and heavy set with thick lips and dark, beady eyes set in a beefy red face. He is dressed in the drab, shapeless uniform of a prisoner. 
and his soft, fudgy hands are clasped in front of him as his visitor speaks low and quickly. It's really building up fast, boss. We're on the ball and rolling. The town's standing on his ear. That's sweet music, Turkey. Tell me more. Everything's going like clockwork, just the way you figured it. And the boys are ready to move in any time you say the word. The city's ripe. I told you they don't know from nothing. <laughs> Everybody's stewing, raising cane. Cops are running around in circles. Perry White's so mixed up, we don't know whether he's coming or going. <laughs> and everybody's down on him like a ton of bricks. We can move in just like that. Everything's squared away on the top. Yep, they're playing ball the way we want. Okay. Pass the word, Turkey. Open up. Hit Metropolis hard and make it stick. You bet, boss. When I get out, I want everything organized and rolling. It will be, don't worry. When you get out, you'll be Mr. Big again. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Big. I told them. I told them they couldn't keep Mike Hickey down. His eyes blazing with triumph, the one-time racketeer and political boss of Metropolis. The man Perry White sent to jail anticipates his return to power. So Mike Hickey is behind the ghost brigade. But how can he control their operations from prison? And how will he obtain his release? Gang, we'll know the answer to some of these questions Monday. So be sure to tune in again on Monday, same time, same station, for Episode 5 of The Ghost Brigade on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time. Watch for your Superman adventure serial soon to be shown at your local movie theater. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you will hear Tom Mix and his Ralston Straight Shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>